Money FM 89.3, the best of the breakfast huddle. The Breakfast Brief on Money FM 89.3. You're listening to Money FM 89.3. It is the breakfast huddle with Adrian Abraham and Ryan Huang. Time now to discuss the top market moving headlines that investors will be paying attention to and its potential implication. Ryan, welcome back. Hey, yeah, what are you doing here? Yes, I am uh, back once again, uh, covering for Mr. Dan. Yeah, Ed is a- out on affection for a few days, I think. And yeah, he'll be back soon. Huh? Taking some leave. Um, yesterday, of course, we had the Billie Eilish concert. It was uh, it was nice to see that life in Singapore is almost back to normal. And we'll touch on the National Day Rally speech in just yeah, a bit. I think you had a concert and... You might have noticed a lot of people checking your phones during the concert. Yeah, at one point, I actually wanted to take off my mask because now, technically, we can, right? Uh, that's <laughs> one of the many highlights coming up from the National Day Rally um, that was really being watched very closely for all the policy changes mm. and what's to come in the coming years even with the Singapore business climate as well as policies that are being reviewed. Yeah. It was, um, as uh, the Prime Minister said yesterday, he said that, you know, we can take off these masks because the situation of COVID-19 has eased up in Singapore. Uh, But details will be announced by the Singapore Multi-Ministry COVID-19 Task Force, and we're awaiting that announcement. Yeah, so all these are part of a bit of a summary recap uh, from the Straits Times. Eight highlights from the National Day Rally 2022. Uh, Must, one of them, being optional in most indoor settings in the time to come when mm. we get the details. Also, a big highlight was Section 377A to be repealed. Yeah, that's Section 377A of the Penal Code, which criminalizes sex between men. Um, the Prime Minister, of course, said this will now be repealed. He added that sentiments have shifted over the years as more Singaporeans accept that sex in private between consenting men should not be a criminal offence. Yeah, so he was pretty much painting how there's been a growing shift towards acceptance, um, at least by more people, not by everyone though. So that's one thing to recognise. So it's a very careful calibration. And he didn't outright link it to this, but a lot of um, foreign press have been trying to associate it with how this could help Singapore attract more foreign talent because Mm. many of these companies and many of them with spouses have some challenges when it comes to getting visas for their um, spouses or partners. Absolutely. That's one thing that could benefit Singapore on the front. Yeah, they want to attract the best talent. I mean, um, Singapore has always uh, sought to seek the best talent in the nation. And now that the COVID-19 pandemic has eased in the country, uh, they will continue with this push. Yeah, another highlight from the NDR was uh, how he highlighted that we need to be prepared for external dangers. And yep. look at the headlines. It's pretty much everywhere, right? The US and China relations, uh, that's always um, threatening to boil over. Mm. And of course, you've got the Ukraine war. Um, so that's one to watch. And of course, in recent days and weeks, we've seen how Taiwan has been a hot topic and all that just happening you know, around the neighborhood and around the region. So something that could just boil over and affect us. And we've seen how supply chains have been affected. And so this is something that could just hit us in ways that will change our um, livelihoods or uh, how things go about every day. Also the rise of terrorism as well. 
uh, with the increased amount of security that we're seeing, uh, not only here, but everyone else in the region is mm. beefing up uh, their security personnel. I think another really interesting one was the development of uh, Terminal 5 at Changi Airport. Yeah, here's a big one to watch out for. It's a mega project. So T5, Terminal 5, uh, that was actually paused because of the pandemic, as mm. you imagine with most mega projects. So it's now restarting and this new terminal will serve about 50 million passengers a day or yeah. a year. Uh, more than T1 and T3 put together. So really putting Singapore ahead of the curve when it comes to just preparing for this um, demand that is expected with the pickup in passenger traffic. Yeah, it's meant to be a greener project. It's meant to also uh, you know, be the perfect place just in case there's another pandemic on the way. It'll be resilient and um, you know, signs of optimism. Right, it's been redesigned uh, yes. with that in mind how it might need to be recalibrated when it comes to making sure it can withstand a pandemic in terms of how some parts could be sectioned off, for example. It's basically a whole new Changi Airport, but bigger. And another area is how Singapore needs to attract top talent from around the world. Mm. And this is where we could be in for some interesting details in terms of how Singapore is hoping to attract and retain top talent from around the world. So part of that discussion saw him highlighting some policies from other countries like in Germany. Um, they have some interesting policies in place to um, court these top talents, for example, allowing these skilled foreign professionals to live there before securing a job. Mm. And also in the case of the UK, they have a new special visa for graduates from 50 of the world's top universities. Yeah. So, we could be in for something similar in order to attract people to come to Singapore to work and to live. And I did mention earlier, now that the pandemic has eased up, we're going to see you know, not only top talent coming in, but we might also see changes to the way that the different passes are sort of structured. Maybe the S-Pass, the employment pass, because it keeps the ceiling keeps going up. Maybe, like you mentioned, there might be a couple more other passes or different policies that will be put in place. Yeah, so all that highlights from the NDR 22 in the Straits Times if you want to read into the details. Also coming up, one to watch will be the Jackson Hole Symposium. That is a big event that I think financial market watchers will be tracking very closely. It's all about the Fed, what they are thinking about inflation as well as interest rates. Yeah, what are you expecting from uh, Jerome Powell? Okay, so here is where we've been seeing inflation still you know, being elevated, even though there's been some signs of it moderating somewhat. So Fed Chair Jerome Powell is expected to dig in and establish his rather hawkish credentials, just sticking to his guns when it comes to saying how they need to keep their eye on inflation. So if there's any shift in that tone, or if it becomes more hawkish, it could just point to how the Fed is uh, likely to be more aggressive than what the market is already anticipating. So far, it looks like the market's expecting a uh, rate hike of 50 or 75 points next month in the FMC meeting. So if we get a more hawkish tone, that could just pick up even more and could just paint a scenario where market watchers are uh, expecting a bit of a recoil in stock markets after a bit of a rally uh, recently. So that's one to watch on the Fed front and also a couple of indicators from the US economy, including the second quarter GDP. Uh, that will be showing a revised print. And in the previous print, we saw a bit of a 
slowdown, in fact, a contraction. Uh, we showed the second quarter GDP at 0.9% down. And latest forecast is expected to show a slight improvement to negative 0.8. And also looking at the PCE or the Personal Consumption Expenditures Index, that will show how the US consumer is feeling when it comes to just spending uh, with all the talk about inflation and cost of living pressures. So that will be another driver of sentiment of where the U.S. economy is headed. We're also tracking earnings this week. A lot of companies involved and uh, a certain grab makes that list as well. <laughs> so lots of earnings to watch out for this week. Uh, special mention for Tesla. They are going through their stock split on Thursday. So it's a 3 for one stock split. So on the surface, it might be cheaper for you to buy one Tesla stock, but on overall, it will be the same business as usual for Tesla. So looking at earnings, uh, a couple of companies to watch out for today. We've got Zoom Video and Palo Alto Networks tomorrow, JD.com and Xpeng. NVIDIA will be one to watch and also Dollar Tree and Dollar General on Thursday alongside Grab and Property Guru. And diving into some of these earnings, NVIDIA is expected to report its results on Wednesday. So that is expected to flag a sequential drop, about 19%. And this is off the back of what we've been seeing, uh, weakness in gaming demand. So people just not staying at home as much and not gaming as much. So that's been a bit of a dampener. And also the cryptocurrency space, uh, people don't need those mining rigs as much. So that's just headwinds for NVIDIA in the coming quarters. And Dollar Tree General and Dollar Store, that's quite similar to Daiso. So it's quite... An interesting picture of how they might be painting uh, people trading down when it comes to expenses. Are they buying more of those house brands and those cheaper uh, goods? Are they pinching their pennies? So that's one to watch when it, they report their earnings on Thursday. And is there anything else that you're tracking, Ryan, before, uh, of course, start of the week, Monday morning? Well, I am looking forward to your interview with Steve Okun coming up. Yes, uh, certainly. I'm looking forward to that as well. Keep it right here, Money FM 89.3. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download the SPH Radio app available on Google Play or the App Store.